0: You are listening to the Kensington Church podcast, recorded live in Michigan. To learn more about Kensington, visit kensingtonchurch.org. Well, hello, Kensington family. I have to tell you, I'm really excited about this new series that we're starting. Very simple name called "Growing." We're going to take all five weeks in the month of October to talk about this matter of growth. Like, how do we grow? How do we grow spiritually? And so, I, I would like to begin um, by today by talking about our mission statement, but. Uh, I've got my cup of coffee, and I don't know if this is morning, noon, or night when you're watching this, but if you want to hit the pause button, grab something to drink, and then come on back. So, anyhow, uh, the mission statement, well, really the mission of Kensington is to see everyone transformed and mobilized by Jesus. I, I have to tell you, I absolutely love that statement. I think it's very succinct and very to point, and I think if we understand it, it's very powerful. This series on growing is really about that word transformed. And the question that we're raising is, how is a human life transformed? How does God engage with us, or we, we engage with God, in a way that transforms us, that's transformative? It's really the key to our life in Christ, because I have to tell you, I grew up in a um, kind of a church family uh, denomination that uh, I like to look back and call, call it elevator Christianity, because almost everything was about getting to heaven when you die. So we pray a prayer, we believe the right things, we get on the elevator, eventually God takes us to heaven. And I I do believe, with all my heart, that God came to redeem us for eternity. But if you look at the Gospels, so much of what Jesus was about, almost exclusively, was about how we live right now here on earth. You know, his vision was to recruit followers, disciples, that would join his kingdom, and they would be personally transformed by it, but they would also be engaged in transforming the world. So that's a part of our mission statement where we say to see everyone transformed and mobilized. But these five weeks are about that that idea of transformation, like how are we transformed? And I want to begin by just sharing the story of something that happened to me. Uh, freshman in high school, my very first day of my freshman year, and perhaps some of you have heard me share this story before. but I had the great misfortune of having a very late growth spurt. So when I started high school, I was four foot eleven and weighed about ninety two pounds and i might as well walked into the school with a uh, a t-shirt with on the back something like kick me or beat me up or whatever because that's exactly what happened the very first uh, day of high school Uh, i went into the building for my english class Uh, we had to go between two buildings in this high school so after the first hour english class i was walking to the other building and i felt these arms come around behind me and grab me and then throw me to the ground and there was this perfect stranger i didn't know I know his name now, his name was Don Schlegel, but Don began to pound on me and just like beat me up, hit me in the face, I'm just trying to protect myself. The very first day of high school wasn't a good one. Bloody nose, bruises. Uh, It turns out uh, he didn't know me at all, he did not have a grudge against me. He was a sophomore who was only a little bit bigger than me, so he saw someone that he could take and he could beat up. The reason I'm sharing this story is that that put me on a mission to grow, grow physically. Uh, For Christmas that year, I asked for a weight set I'll never forget it it became it came from sears so many of you don't even know what sears is today uh, and charles atlas was the guy that they used as, a, as the model for this and it showed all these different exercises you could do with weights bench presses and curls and lifts and everything and so i began to work out because i was never going to get beat up again and i wanted to grow physically i wanted to get muscular um, and i got my mom's measuring tape from her sewing basket and i measured my biceps and i measured my chest, and wrote it all down because I wanted, to, I wanted to measure my progress. Well, if you know anything about lifting weights, um, it takes a while before you're going to see progress. And after weeks, maybe at most a couple months of working out, I wasn't seeing the effort pay off. And so I quit doing that. And of course, that's why I have the body that I still have all these years later. But it really raises the issue of how we grow. Uh, physically, we know. We know what to do to exercise our muscles, to exercise our cardio. We know how to get better and stronger. I ran a few marathons. I know about working out to grow physically. But what about spiritual growth? What about growth of the inner person? How does that actually take place? And that's really what this series is about. It's about unlocking what we might call the mystery. And by the way, there'll always be mystery and growth. But I think the Bible does lay out for us the manner in which we interact with God in a way that grows us, that actually changes us, that actually transforms us in, in the inside, in terms of the kind of people that we are. So our character changes, we develop our patience and love and kindness. And the language we often use in faith communities is that we become more like Jesus. And that's the goal, is to become Christ-like. And then when that happens, not only do we thrive in life, which is God's vision for us, but we also begin to impact uh, those around us in our communities and even, even the world. So this is a very, very important series. So I want to tell you that uh, the five weeks in this series has come out of a lifelong journey for me. Uh, I've always been curious about growth, not, not so much the physical body, but spiritual growth. And so I, I went to seminary where we're trained in the scriptures and trained in theology. I got my master's degree. And when I graduated, I wasn't really um, called, at least in my opinion, to be a pastor at that time. And so I, went, I stayed in school. I went back to school, actually, and got a master's and a Ph.D. in counseling. And if you think about the work of a pastor or a counselor, in many respects, it's about transformation. Like, how do we help people grow to deal with the stuff in their lives and to to get better and to get stronger and to become, in this case, more like Christ? So I spent years as a counselor, as a therapist. uh, I spent years in education. And then I spent almost the last 30 years as a pastor. So my life has been about helping people grow. But maybe above and beyond that, and more importantly, is that I've also lived my whole life as a human being who has wanted to grow, who has stumbled, who has struggled, who has felt caught. Uh, change isn't coming, just like you know, lifting those weights and not seeing the muscles grow. I've jumped through the hoops or I've done the things that I've been told to do, and it feels like I've been stuck in some of the same stuff. So it just cre- it's created in me an appetite to understand how we grow. What does God say about how we grow? So we're going to look at five things in this series, and this is not linear, these are not steps that you take. I actually believe it's cyclical. I believe it's a process that God invites us into that really allows us to grow. And I don't want to give it all away in this very first video, but it's really a beginning, of course, with believing. We have to believe. The spiritual life begins when we believe or begin to believe in God. I also want you to notice as we go through this series that all five of these words we're gonna be talking about, uh, we use the verb uh, and we use ing, it's ongoing. So we're gonna talk just briefly right now about believing. And you're gonna hear messages if you attend Kensington at all six campuses that will unpack this in more detail, or maybe you're watching this if, after you've already watched one of the messages. But here's what I wanna to add to it now. And this is really an assignment I'm gonna give you, to think about the difference between believing information in believing in someone or something. there's a big difference. Um, as a reference to this, I just want to read a verse from John chapter 14, uh, probably familiar to many of you. Uh, Jesus is with his disciples for one of the last times before the cross and he wants to give him messages of uh, encouragement and comfort and here's how he begins John 14:1 He says, "Do not let your hearts be troubled. you believe in God, believe also in me." Think about that word in. He doesn't say beliefs, things about me, or information about me, or doctrine about me. He's talking about believing in me. Um, Some translations use the word trust instead of believe. It comes from the same Greek word pistos. Um, Maybe trust is a better word, because think about what it means when we say to someone, I trust you. I trust you. Jesus was talking about a life of faith that commences when we begin to trust him, to put our trust in him. It's really a commitment to a person that's based on what we know to be true about that person, what we what we believe deeply in our hearts about that person. So Jesus is talking about believing in him, trusting in him. So our life of faith and the whole process of transformation and growth begins when we begin to trust in Jesus. It's really about a commitment to him. Not just believing information, but putting our trust in him. So, There's some things uh, for you to chew on as we start this series. Again, I'm very excited to be on this journey with you, and I'll see you back in about a week. You've been listening to the Kensington Church Podcast. If you've enjoyed this recording, check back weekly for new content. You can find Kensington on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and, of course, at kensingtonchurch.org.